today we're going to talk about daddy issues and how it affects us as children and as adults. You are listening to The Perfect Couple Podcast with Kiara Lachey and Kate <laughs> We are far from perfect, but we Sorry. do give advice on relationships, parenting, love, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So sit back, relax, and check out the podcast. I will start with me. I know that I didn't have my father in my life and it really took a toll on me, but it didn't start until I was 14. And the reason why I say that is because I never even knew that. I don't know. I never knew he was missing until I knew he was missing. Like I had my uncles in my life. So I had some great great men in my life that helped raise me and helped me to know that I was worthy and that I was special and beautiful and smart and all these great things. But then when I turned 14 and my mom, okay, let me break this down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You think they ready? We're going to go a little deep. Break it down for them. You ready? Okay. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you do that, I don't usually do this, but I just want to give a shout out to the person who gave us one star <laughs> for unrealistic advice. And I just want to say to that person, because I'm pretty sure they're listening, it can't be unrealistic if we live it. Correct. Just saying. But thank you to everyone that left us five stars. Yep. No, and back to our regularly scheduled program. Back to the regularly <laughs> scheduled program. Thank you, baby. Um, I knew you were going to do that. I knew it. So let me go back. Let me let me take you guys back. Let me paint a picture for you. I grew up. If you have my self confidence ebook, stepping into your self confidence, um, shameless self promotion. Shameless self promotion. If you've read that book, then you know this story. Um, but I'm gonna go a little bit deeper. Also, I went pretty deep in that book, but check it out if you haven't. It's everywhere. It's on my site too. It's an ebook, so you can grab it from teamlache.com. Anyway. Um, so I grew up with my my mother, my grandmother, and my uncles. My mom had me pretty young, but she still had a lot of help, which was, like I said, my grandmother and my uncles. Um, grew up across the street from the church. Went to church every Sunday, every Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday <laughs> Friday, Saturday. And yeah, and the rest of the week. We went to like Long Sherman. I was like, what is that? What? I know. I still don't know what it is. I have, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask my grandma because I do not know what it is. I just know it was a whole bunch of old men. And I was like, why are we here? <laughs> but um, but yeah, I went to church every Sunday or whatever. I'm just kind of giving you a little bit of background of how I grew up. Uh, I had a great upbringing for the most part as far as like, you know, love and support with my family. We didn't have a lot of money, but we had a lot of love. Um, so anyways, let me tell you all something really funny in class. <clears throat> there used to be this kid. He was so annoying. He was always late to class, always sneaking in class. And I always told on him because he just got on my nerves. I always told on him. And he always made jokes. And he was funny, but he was also annoying. So one day I see him. I'm 14 years old. One day I see him at the light. <clears throat> I'm facing one way. He's facing the other way in the cars, right? He's with his parent. I'm with my mom. So I tell my mom, I'm like, mom. Um, that's the kid that get on my nerves in school. He's so annoying. And my mom just kind of tensed up. Like I felt her energy. It was really weird. And it was just 
like something like like she got hit by a truck you know what i'm saying and i was like why is she acting like that but i just didn't pay attention i mean i didn't i paid attention but i just didn't say anything about it i was just like okay that was weird but whatever and she was like wait that that kid right there in that car with that guy and i was like yeah that kid he gets on my nerves so weeks and weeks go by and my mom tells me kiara you know that kid that you saw at the light and i'm like yeah, the kid that get on my nerves, that go to school with me? Yes, that kid. I was like, yeah, what about him? And she was like, um, did you see the guy that was with him? And I was like, um, kind of, I guess, yeah, not really. I wasn't really paying attention. And she was like, oh, God, have you ever held in a secret for so long that it was starting to, like, break you down and kill you, like, on the inside? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and so then she tells me, okay, you know how you always want to know who your father is? Because I always used to ask. I just was curious. You know, but I had my uncle, so I guess there was not. To me, it was like I just want to know who he is, so I can know who I am, and it, do I am I like him in any way? And you know, what is he like? Do I have any more brothers and sisters? Like, what's going on? So, my mom says, ah, that guy that was in the car with him. That's you know how you always ask about your dad. I'm like, mom, get to the point. And she's like, okay, that was your father in the car with him. And I'm like, his father. That was his father. And she was like, yeah, that's your father. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. I started crying. I was mad. I, I felt a lot of different things. And um, I'm telling you guys the backstory so I can, so it'll all make sense when I keep going. And then also when Kevin comes in and joins the conversation, because I already know what he's going to say. But um, I was really angry. But I also was relieved because it's like, okay, he's, he's somewhere out here. I can get to know him or something like that. So I guess I was more angry because... <laughs> of my brother who I found out was my brother I was like oh my god this kid get on my nerves but um anyways I'll tell y'all more about that story like the back end story of me and my brothers and how I met all of them <laughs> um on another podcast but just because this one is specifically about you know uh my father and anyway I was also very excited because I was like okay well I get a chance to know him I get a chance to talk to him and, and get a chance to be, have a relationship with him and um, I wasn't angry that he wasn't around for 14 years because my mom told me he didn't even know about me. He didn't know that I was, you know, I even existed or I was born cause you know, of other reasons. So I was like, okay, cool. So I didn't have any grudges towards him. So met him. He was in prison when I met him. He was in jail, excuse me, in jail when I met him, how he went to jail in that couple weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. So anyways, I went to meet him. I was so excited. He said he was excited and he was, you know, um, I saw him through the glass for the first time, which was really weird. But anyways, I was like, okay, um, let's write each other. Let's, you can call me or, you know, let's have a relationship. And he was like, great, I will do that, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll get, I'll be out of here soon and we'll spend lots of time together and we'll get to know each other. I'm so excited. I have a girl. I have a daughter. I'm like, me too. I'm excited. So fast forward, he gets out. And long story short, he just basically lied about everything. Like he would be like, I'm coming to get you. We're going to go here. We're going to go there. And he would never show up. Um, one time we were supposed to go out to dinner. I met him. It was at Shells, guys. I don't know if y'all ever heard of Shells, but it's in Florida. Um, in Tampa. No Shells. It's called Shells. It's a terrible restaurant, by the way. It's trash. It's trash. But I used to like it. I used to love the shrimp there. Um, the popcorn shrimp, buffalo, whatever. Because you, you was ghetto at that time. I'm still ghetto. 
I've just evolved, I guess. But anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I'm vegan now, so I don't eat none of that, but it's definitely trash. Anyways, I was sitting there cause he was like, let's, you know, let's meet at the restaurant at Shell's. I said, okay, cool. Y'all know I was sitting there for like two hours, probably two and a half hours. And I was so sad because he told me so many things. He kept saying, no, you know, I'll meet with you. Oh, this came up. I'll meet with you. Oh, that came up. You know, it was always a, an excuse. Um, But because I wanted to know him so bad, I let him get away with that. You know, I wanted to know my father. I wanted to know my, my, the other part of my family. And anyways, my point is because of him, you know, I have trust issues with people, not my husband, because Kevin has definitely shown me that he can be trusted and that he can be, you know, dependable. I'm also amazing. You're also amazing. But you know, you show you've shown me that you're dependable. You know what I'm saying? And amazing. And it's funny because a lot of people say that, you know, women go toward, you know, they are attracted to men that are like their fathers. And it's funny because you're nothing like my father, but you are a lot like my uncles. And that's who I grew up with. That's who was that. Those were the father figures in my life. And they always protected me and my sister. They always showed us like they loved us so much. Like there was nothing they wouldn't do. And you're the same way. Like you're exactly like my uncles. You're very, you know, assuring. Like you're always telling me how beautiful I am, no matter how raggedy I look. You always you don't tell never me. look raggedy. See, and they would say the same thing, you know, but you always mm-hmm. tell me how beautiful I am, how amazing I am. You're always giving me compliments. You're always loving on me, you know, giving mm-hmm. me hugs and, you know, affection. And I think that's mm-hmm. so dope. Mm-hmm. And my uncles, you know. I got some affection for you when we know what this <laughs> Well, my uncles didn't give me that affection, but you know what I'm saying. But Why your mind went straight to the gutter? Terrible. Wow. Terrible. Anyways, but you know, you, you've always been a lot like them, which I think is really dope. Um, I feel like if I would have grown up with him, I would have constantly been let down like I was, you know, without growing up with him. He constantly let me down. And I feel like if I grew up with him, he would have constantly let me down. But I think it would have been way more damaging to actually grow up with him because he was very manipulative. Now, the good thing about him, you know, I did get some good qualities from him. I won't say everything terrible about him, but and that's because I've. I've grown from, I've gone through so many stages with him, you know, um, and I've, I've grown up a lot and I've done the forgiving thing and I've done the, but I, I went through the sad, um, angry, numb, and now I just, I'm over it, you know, I have always tried to have a relationship with him and I think <clears throat> because of my uncle's you know, I was able to find someone that mirrored them. You know what I'm saying? Someone that mirrored them and, and found someone great, found someone that treated me like a queen. Cause it's funny. They always call me princess. They call Paige a princess now cause I'm grown, but <laughs> they always call me princess, me and my sister. And, um, they just always treated us really good and you do the same thing. I'm very grateful for them. Um, and it sucks because so many women, especially black women grow up without their fathers. And this happens to all races, but I'm I'm speaking from what I know personally. Um, in my neighborhood, there was tons of girls that had no fathers. Like, they didn't even know who they were. You know what I'm saying? They didn't know what they looked like. They didn't know what they sounded like. They didn't know any of the qualities that they had or any of the, 
anything, you know? And that's just a really sad thing. And, 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 and it's sad because people say that black women are angry and that they're, um, you know, just mad about everything and emotional about everything. But it's, it's, it's more than that. It's, it's like with me, I know when I was 14 and I went through all that stuff with my father and even growing up and going through it with him with 21 years old and, um, you know, constant, constant letdown, constant, this constant, that I was angry. I was very upset and I just knew where it came from. And some of us, we don't know where it comes from. We don't know why we're so mad. We don't know why we're so angry. Um, but sometimes that's the case. You know what I mean? That's one of the things. I'm going to let you talk because I've been talking forever. Because <laughs> you're telling your story. Yeah, I am. But like. Because there's a lot more to that story. Tell your part. Well, I met him once mm-hmm. um, when we were teenagers. That's I don't remember what he looked like. I don't remember nothing about him. Uh, then fast forward to when you were pregnant. That's the last time I remember you speaking to him with Peja. So let me tell you all about that. So I went to a, me and Kevin went to a church service uh, with Pastor Torre. Shout out to Pastor Torre in L.A. at one church. Um, one of the few pastors I like. That's another <laughs> podcast. That's a whole other podcast. But yeah, he uh, was doing a sermon about forgiveness. Yeah. And I was pregnant with Amari. No. No. Peja. Yeah. Dang. I was pregnant with Peja at the time. And man, that sermon hit me so hard. I didn't even know I was still mad. Like I've, I, I think what happened was I'm so used to being I'm I'm used to being so strong, and I'm used to being um, a person that can just brush things off and move on. And I thought that that's what I had done. I I thought I had written him off, and I was like, okay, fine, whatever, don't care. Boom, forget him. You know, I don't care. Um. Because you're not talking. <laughs> I was like, forget him. Who cares? But when the Pastore, when Pastore said, I forgot exactly what he said, but he was like, basically like, in order for you to let go of all your hurt, your anger, your this, your that, you have to forgive the person that did these things to you that made you feel this way because you're not winning. They're winning. You're losing because they're not even hurt. They don't. Even, they probably don't even know you're mad, and um, and so you don't want to carry that burden. You just forgive them. Tell them what. Tell them what you're upset about. Blah blah blah. And you know, in some instances, you can't do that because certain things, I I don't agree to necessarily go to the person that did whatever to you. Sometimes it's not a good. Sometimes idea. it's not a good idea. But in this instance, um. I was like, okay, you know what? I am pregnant. This is my first baby. And I, I want to start off with a clean slate. I want my spirit to be, you know, start off fresh and start off clean. And, and I want her to have a temple that is pure, you know, as pure as possible without anger, without um, grudges and stuff. So we get in the car. Did I call him that day? I called him that you day. called him that day. I called him right away. He was talking to him while we was on Hollywood and Highland. That's right. So I called him and, and I'll say this, I, I, uh, called him from a private number. I put my number private and then he, uh, didn't answer. So I didn't leave a voice message or anything. I just hung up 
And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to call him with my number. Cause I felt like I was like, that's a coward move. Cause there was no way he knew who was calling him. So if he didn't answer, I didn't want to give myself the excuse of like letting like not, like not doing what I needed to do. You know, I didn't want to use that as an excuse. So I said, okay, let me call him back. I called him right back with my phone number. He, mind you, he does not have my phone. He did not have my phone number at all. So he didn't know who it was, but he did know it was, you know, a Tampa number. So he answered it. And all of a sudden I just got super emotional and I probably cause I was <laughs> pregnant. I'm sure it was. <laughs> but I, I, you know, I told him, I said, Hey, this is Kiara. And he was like, Hey, how are you? I was like, listen, let's not do this. I just want to tell you that, um, I forgive you for everything that you've done. So not being there, not, um, it doesn't mean that I forget, but I forgive you because of me, because of what I'm doing for myself. I forgive you for being a liar. I forgive you for being uh, manipulative. I forgive you for, um, you know, abandon, abandoning me as a young girl that needed her father. I forgive you for all of that. I didn't forget it, but I forgive you. Um, I'm pregnant and I just want my baby to have a clean slate. And he was like, oh my God, you're pregnant. Oh my God. I was like, if you, if you want a relationship, we can try one more time. And again, I don't know why I even had uh, faith in him. I think it's, again, it's just the little, maybe the little girl in me still wanted to know her father. I'm sure that was it. And uh, yeah, so I, I was like, if you want to have a relationship, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. And he was like, no, of course I want to. Of course I want to. Um, I'm going to call you back. Uh, we're going to talk every day. We're going to do this and do that. I was like, okay, cool. At, at least this time my hopes weren't up so high. He was supposed so to call high. you the next day. He was supposed to call me the next day with my little sister. Because yeah. my little sister, <laughs> uh, she doesn't believe she's my little sister. Because she's a fan of mine. She has my songs uh, as her ringtone on her phone. I don't even, you know, it's really sad. I don't even know how old she is. I want to say she's like 12. Or something like that. Um, but yeah, she she watches me on YouTube all the time. She works out with me. So she was like, no way. This is not my sister. This is not my sister. And he was like, I'm going to call her with you on the, you know, I'm going to call her. Uh, I'm going to call you with her on the phone so she can know that you're her sister. She won't believe this. And I'm like, okay. You know, I, and then I was starting to get excited because I would get to know my little sister, like another little sister. Like, okay, cool. Fine. Guess what, y'all? Same old, same old song. He did not call. He didn't call for how long? A while. He didn't call till he called you on accident. He called me on accident. And left a message about some realtor or something like that. Yeah, he called my phone thinking it was someone else's phone. <laughs> and then he felt bad. And then he tried to contact me. And I told my mom, I was like, yo, because he kept calling my mom like, hey, you know, can you please ask her to call me. Because by that time, I was over it. I was over it. And, and I realized, um, I realized not too long ago why I had trust issues. It wasn't anything anyone else had done but him. He did that. I, I was like, why Why do I not trust what people say? I don't trust what people say. I don't trust what people, you know, you can say something, but if you, but I don't expect you to do it. And that's because of him. It's not, but not you, not my uncles, not the people that I know are dependable. But like, if I'm just meeting you and you say, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I was like, okay. And that's because of him. That's because I grew up, you know, after 14, of, of course, with him constantly saying he's going to do something and not, follow, you know, following through. I just realized yet, y'all, like, 
not too long ago. And then this n- ignorant person, um, <laughs> you can say what you want. Nerve to ask for a picture of Pager. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm different from from well, not really different from Key, but Key's mom is very forgiving. Yeah. Me, I don't, I don't forgive, and I don't forget because I just exclude you from my life. I could care less. So I take fatherhood very seriously. Yeah. So you don't get to skip being a father and get to have the enjoyments of being a grandfather. Like that's not how this works. Right. So, but see, some people they let the person have another chance at, you no, know, trying to make it up to No, because for me family don't blood don't make you family. Right. I don't believe in that. Right. Your family is the people who take care of you, the people who you can trust, who you can rely on. Right. Just because you share blood with somebody doesn't mean you give them continuous chances. I don't care if it's a father, mother, cousin, brother, don't matter. That's that's not how I roll. Yeah. Well, you you definitely take fatherhood very seriously and I I have to like commend you for it's you're you're very passionate about fatherhood. And I love that. Like that's so attractive to me. I I'll have to tell you guys, like, I knew that I wasn't over my daddy issues when I was on the voice and one of the singers uh he had two daughters like it, it, they reminded me of me and my sister a lot and I remember when we had the day where we had family come in and visit us and his two little girls ran up to him and hugged him and he hugged them back so tight they were just so in love with each other and I started crying I was like oh wait what why was I, why am I crying? Why am I so upset? But I didn't, I thought I was over it. I thought, you know, so I went through, like I said, I went through the angry phase. I went through the uh, sad phase, then angry, the fuck you phase, <laughs> the numb phase, you know, all of those different phases. And um, I thought that I was over it. But when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, I'm really emotional. And I'm like, but why? And one thing that I, I do a lot is I evaluate myself and I evaluate why I do the things that I do or why do I feel the way that I feel. So I definitely went deep into that uh, feeling and I was like, okay, I feel like this because I never had this with my father. I had it with my uncles, but I didn't have it with my father. And I was like, dang, I didn't know. I didn't know I was still hurting from it. Oh gosh. Right. And so then I shook it off, whatever. Right. And then another time when I realized I wasn't over it too was, uh, when we went to go and sign the paperwork for Peja, y'all, my husband had a special pin to sign his name on her birth certificate, guys. Like he had a special pin. I was just so blown away. And I was so, I felt so blessed to have him by my side. And like, this man hasn't missed a thing. When I tell you, going to. he has never missed anything involving Peja or Amari. Well, Amari don't really do nothing yet, but you still haven't missed anything. Well, that, that probably comes from my own father. Tell us, well, tell them about that. Well, my father was there. For, he was there. Um, I love my father, by the way. He's no longer with us, but he wasn't an attentive man. He was doing his own thing, but up until I was 11 years old, my mother and father were together. Um, we moved to Florida. He stayed in Connecticut. And about 14 is when they finalized their divorce. That's when everything changed for me. 
So both of us at 14 had a... Yeah, 14. Um, life-changing. Mine manifested differently. My, my anger manifested in sports. So I played angry. And anybody that knows me knows I was great when I wasn't competing. As soon as I started competing, I'm going to fight everybody. Refs. Other players, teammates, coaches. Oh yeah, I was. I got ejected in eight seconds in one game. Eight seconds into the game, I got ejected. That's a record. It was. I was. It was. It was bad, and I didn't realize till my father passed why I was so angry. But he never saw me play sports. He was. He never. Like, throughout high school, college, he never saw me play a game. Period. Right. In any sport. So for me, that's why I'm going to make sure that I'm there when my daughters do anything. My uncles were there for you. Yes, your uncles are dope. Because you got to remember, we started dating very young. (laughs) Like, we're high school sweethearts. Both of her uncles. Like, one of her uncles changed his schedule so that he was the officer at all of my home games. So he was at every single home game from my junior year, my junior and senior year. Yeah. He saw every single home game. Shout out to Fred, Willie, and Marshall. Those are my uncles. Um, I have another uncle, but he wasn't there. Uh, He went to the military, and then he lived his own life, which we still love him, but as far as, like, who raised me, Fred, Willie, and Marshall. Willie came to as many games as he could, but Willie worked nights, so that's why he wasn't at the games. Mm -hmm. But Fred, Fred didn't miss any. (laughs) <laughs> Willie always took me to school yeah. I always missed the bus guys Like I always missed the bus Which was terrible uh, I was either rehearsing till really late Or I was on the phone with Kevin <laughs> Till the sun came up Like one time remember we were on the phone And I was like oh shoot my bus is about to come yep. We were on the phone that long So I always missed the bus But Willie always took me to school um, I would just sing for him on the way there yeah. But my uncles shout out to them Like for being great father figures to both of us you know definitely i mean my father did make it to my graduation mm-hmm. um he wasn't at our wedding because he passed right right before the wedding yep. but he tried to make milestone things um and we talked frequently so it wasn't like we didn't have a relationship it's just two totally different parenting styles and i accepted him for who he was right. like i wasn't gonna hold that against him i just i think the whole divorce thing is what Mm. kind of you know i always thought it didn't affect me and then later on i found out it did yeah i feel like as we get older you know you kind of go back and be like why did i act like that but the thing is i don't think it was the actual divorce i think it was all the lying leading up to the divorce oh he's saying that he was coming both of both my parents Mm. they both were were lying to me and my sister and me and my sister both started acting out yep obviously that's when my sister got pregnant yep literally that same year yeah so my sister went from a straight A student to getting in, in trouble and then she ended up having my nephew. So it was like we both went through different things. Yeah. But it, it I think it was more so the lying. It was just a, instead of just parents treating kids like they stupid, just tell us what it is. Right. And not, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, and then you never show up. Right. So but I did have a dream about Kevin's father. Um, I have these dreams about people. I'm very, I guess I'm a, a vessel for people to get their messages through. That's a whole other podcast, okay? But uh, I had a dream about his father. We were sitting at a table. Um, 
it was like in a coffee shop or something. It was me, his father, and his sister, and it was a missing chair, which was Kevin's chair. Um, you weren't there in the dream, but your dad told me, he said, tell Kevin I'm proud of him. I'll never forget that. I thought that was so dope. I could see that. Yeah. He said he was proud of you, and this was after, I want to say this was after Peja. Um, I wish that he was still alive to meet his grandchildren. He was starting to change. Come around. <laughs> and I feel like, but I feel like it's a shame that my you know that Paige and Amari will never have a relationship with their biological grandfather, um, but we do have men in That's our lives. We have some great, <laughs> yeah. Like my stepfather, uh, Mark is amazing. Um, my mom's husband, he's a great papa, a great grandfather. Yeah. Um, Michael's pretty dope. You know, mm-hmm. your mom's husband, and so we're very grateful for. You know, and Fred and Willie are still the same. Of course, yeah, my uncles are still the same. Marshall still yeah, the same. Still the same. <laughs> and they're very loving to my daughters, to our daughters. Very supportive, very encouraging, and still the same. But still, one of the best stories is when Fred met my father for the first time. <laughs> what we pulled up at your house. Now, granted, I'm not small. My dad, I'm like six one, about two hundred pounds. But my father was like huge, six five, like two forty. So what's what's Fred about five ten five eleven something yeah, like that. Something like that. So Fred's in his uniform. You know he he copped up. You know <laughs> he's sticking his chest out, walking up to the car when we pulled up. Right. He goes on the passenger side where my father is, and he was kind of looking down while my father was sitting down. Mm-hmm. But when my father stood up, huge, <laughs> his head just went up like he was looking at a like a dinosaur or something. It was hilarious. <laughs> so it was so funny. It was hilarious. I do remember that. I think it's I, I yeah I wish he I wish he was here, but you know he's here in spirit for sure because Paige always yeah. talks about him. Yeah. She's never met him in person, but she always talks about her grandfather. That's another episode as well. But and she knew who she who he was on a picture without ever seeing, seeing him. him on a picture before. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. We definitely gonna talk about that in another podcast because I mean we could we could, I guess we could talk about more of it now because we got time, but like. She, Peja, since she was how old? Like one. Yeah, we were in Vegas when she started. We were in Vegas. One time Kevin was at the gym and Peja kept saying, what did she say? Uh, Grandpa. When when she was able to talk. So she had to be like a little over one, like older than one. But she was like, Grandpa, Grandpa, Grandpa. And she would always say that. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, who are you talking to? At that time, we was like, you don't have no You don't have a grandpa. grandpa. What are you talking about? So, I mean, she had, you know, Mark, but that's not what she calls him. Mm -hmm. She calls him Papa. And um, <clears throat> excuse me, I just got over the flu, so my voice is probably sounding crazy. But anyway, she was like, "Grandpa, Grandpa." She was always like looking and laughing and doing this, and I'm like, "Okay, now you freaking me out." Because you was at the gym, I was like, "What is going on?" She's playing, and she's <laughs> they're up, speaking of playing, they're upstairs playing, so y'all might hear a little noise here and there. But um, constantly, she still does it. Like she said, she knew his favorite. Snack was raisins She told me mommy me and grandpa Have raisins and I was like girl Okay baby and she was like we have Raisins and Carol Kevin's mom was like what She was like did you guys tell her That that was his favorite um, Snack and I was like I didn't Know that I didn't know Kevin that either. didn't know it either Paige knew it and then She knew who he was when she saw him In a picture when we went to your Brother's house yep. we went to Kevin's brother's House and he has a picture of him in the living room And Peja walks in Points at the picture And says grandpa 
And I'm like, okay, she's never seen him before. Never a picture, not in person, not a video, nothing. So that was so crazy. So I'm like, he's still here. He's around for sure. And um, which I think is dope. But I'm like, I I keep, you know, as far as like my situation, I've come to the conclusion that it is what it is. (laughs) Like he's not gonna be who I want him to be. Not even close. Because you don't need him. I don't need him. I wanted him. I wanted him. I didn't need him because I had amazing men in my life. I'm talking about now. No, I don't need him now. It's just a shame. It's just really sad that after so many chances, so many chances, so many chances, and so many letdowns. I'll be your daddy. Even my daddy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, After so many chances and letdowns and disappointments and all of this stuff, it's just like... I've just kind of like washed my hands of it, you know. And the saddest part about it, guys, is that when I did talk to him on the phone, he's funny, he's charming, he's very intelligent. He's very, like, what I did learn about him is that he uh, was an all-star in all the sports. You know, he played everything well. He was always the best at everything. He's very competitive. He's very, you know, into fitness and kickboxing, which I am too, we have the same favorite cars. It's just, it's crazy. He's an entrepreneur too, but well, you know, in a different way. Anyway, uh, and both of us are entrepreneurs. Both of us don't want to work for people. Like we are a lot alike in a lot of ways. And then of course we're different in a lot of ways as well. Um, through him though, I did meet my brothers and I'm grateful for that. They're my, good people. They're good people. I love my brothers. Um, I, I just recently got close to them again because I think when I said forget it with him with my dad i was just over it i um i we also left the state we left the state it was yeah we left home and it was just a lot so i i hadn't talked to them in a long time and i had nothing against them i just i guess because i didn't have a relationship with him i was maybe letting that get in the way you know subconsciously i don't know um but i just recently like met up with all my brothers again which was so cool y'all like it was so needed um you know, that was a part of me that was missing as well. I'm very fulfilled in my life, but it's like, you don't know what's missing. (laughs) I sound stuffy. You don't know what's missing until you get it and you didn't have it before kind of thing. Um, It was just really cool to see my brothers and get together. I, I just say, you know, forget it. One day I called my brother up and I said, yo, let's get together. Let's meet up. And I want to see you guys. Don't invite him, the father. Don't invite him. I don't want to see him. I want to see you guys. And I want to, you know, I just miss y'all. I want to see you. And all my brothers came except one. <laughs> but everybody else came. And I met my nieces and nephews. It was so cool. Oh, 40 of them. <laughs> it's a lot of them. I was so excited. Like, it was so, like, refreshing and so fulfilling and so heartwarming that was really cool so i will say that even though my dad is like or my father i don't know what to call him um i used to call him my sperm donor donor, but you know i'm trying to grow up (laughs) that's what he is he's not your father but yeah earn that title that's not definitely earn that title but i do appreciate him having them (laughs) that's what i will say and me you know that that father title you gotta work for that what do you guys think about that like how do y'all feel? Because, you know, I still kind of struggle with um, not wanting to get to know him at all anymore, but more so what if something happened to him? How would I feel? Like if he passed away, 
tomorrow? How would I feel? Would I feel like there's something missing and I could have tried harder or I could have tried to make it work over and over again um, and constantly no. and constantly put, you know, and constantly break my own heart? You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. like, how would I feel? And Just because he did something with your mama don't make him your father. Y- yeah. But, you know, sometimes like you want to know, sometimes like for me, I'm very... I like to know about my ancestors. I like to know about like all these different things. I found out that I'm half Seminole Indian. Ancestry.com works too. (laughs) Yeah. I had no idea that both my grandparents were Indians. Um, My, my father's parents are both Indians. I had no idea. Like I did meet my grandmother on his side. She wasn't very nice to me. Um, I did want to get to know her. My grandfather was, he was very nice. He was very welcoming, very sweet. But she was very mean to me. Um, I remember I met her and I uh, went over to her house and I was like, hey, can I hang out with you guys today? I was 14. I was like, can, can I hang out with you guys today? Because um, I want to get to know you, ask you questions and talk and we can just like hang out. And she was like, uh, we're going to the mall. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. I'll hang out. And she was like, we're not buying you nothing. And I was like, I don't want anything. I just want to hang out with you and get to know you. She was like, well, we ain't buying you nothing. And I was just like, okay, obviously this lady don't want me around. So well, yeah, me, you, me and you definitely been different for a long time. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I let it go, but I, I, I said that to say this, like with her, you know, I kind of just like X'd her off and was like, I got one grandma and it's the grandma that I always like, y'all might see on, you know, Instagram or something. It's my grandma that my, it's my mom's mom. Like that's my heart. She is like an angel on earth to me. She can do no wrong. <laughs> That's my grandma. Love her so much. Shout out to Mayonia. She's so sweet and just amazing. Um, but <laughs> is that Amari calling you? Yeah. <laughs> da, da. Um, yeah, we're in the basement doing this right now because the, the girls are upstairs with my grandma. Um, but yeah, I was like, forget it. I only got one grandma. Screw her, blah, blah, blah. So then, you know, I found out she passed away. The other grandmother, she passed away, what, a month? No, two, like, Two months ago or so something know. like that two months ago and i felt nothing and i was just like dang because she wasn't nothing to she you she was nothing to me but i was like dang i, I don't feel anything i i, You're not supposed I didn't to. have That's any regret to you yeah i didn't have any regret but you know how sometimes you'd be like well dang because some people would tell me like i've had com- different conversations with women fatherless women and some of them are fatherless because their father might have passed away. Some of them are fatherless because they're in the same situation as me and they would give anything to try to make a, a relationship with their father. So I would have different conversations with different women. I get it. I'm just not that person. I don't, if you weren't, if you had an opportunity to be there for me and you weren't, then don't be there for me at all. I don't need you. Yeah. Well, he still ain't. So right. it don't matter. <laughs> That's why I said this, this father title is earned just because you have kids that don't make you a father. That's right. You work at it. You you mess up. You learn from those mistakes, and yeah. you be better. That's right. Like it's too many people out there that have kids, and then because you're mad at the mom or whatever, you don't want to take care of your kids. That's not their fault. Yeah. Like mother or father, I don't care who it is. Like mm-hmm. take care of your kids. You're right. You're right, and you know, and it's it's a funny it's this. There's this question that they always ask: What's worse, a uh, an absent father or a toxic mother? I think both of them are just as bad. Yeah. But a toxic a mother, toxic though, is mother, especially for anybody. A, a toxic a, a mother guy is or worse. A, girl, a toxic mother, I think, is pretty bad. It's going to be bad because you're not going to be able to get away from that person as a child. Right. 
Like yeah, if, you're right. If your father's not there, shoot. At least you don't have a bad example. You don't have, you know, you're not getting belittled, berated. Right. You know, a toxic mother, though. Yeah, that's harmful. Yeah. And very hurtful. I have a friend that, I have a few friends that have toxic mothers, and they are still going to therapy for it. And they're grown women, you know. And it's really, it's it's sad. Like, I think the only reason I don't go to therapy for my father is because I don't care anymore. Um, and he like I said, I do. Effort. He's not worth the effort. But also, I, I like I said, I have amazing men in my life and that I'm very grateful for, um, that I've always been grateful for, and that I always will be grateful for. So I think that, I feel like if I didn't have them, if I didn't have you guys and I have my uncle, you know, you, my uncles, um, even Adrian, um, you know, uh, Mark, if I didn't have you guys, I probably would definitely be a different person because it makes you feel like, again, I know different now, but when I didn't, when I couldn't get him to cooperate and I couldn't get him to show up, I felt like, dang, you don't love me. You know, why don't you love me? What did I do to you? I was blaming myself, you know? And, um, I, I invited him to the graduation, which was a very hard time for me because that's a that's I'm gonna get into that on another podcast. But uh, I had a really 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 rough day that day, um, a day that no girl should have to go through alone. And I didn't go through it alone. Um, Kevin was there, my family was there, but he wasn't. <laughs> I remember looking up in the stands and he was not there in the seat that he was supposed to be sitting in. I looked up, y'all empty and I should have known better but that's when I kept trying to give him chance after chance and hope that he would show up um but now it's just a lost cause (laughs) it's just like I've also grown up a lot and I've also matured a lot and um and I've just realized like that's just who you are you're a flake yep you know you're a flaky person that's just who you are okay let's just well my best friend pretty much goes through the same thing with his sperm donor um, he wasn't a father, but he expects to be a grandfather. Didn't he him, ask for a kidney or something? Yeah. Please. I, I tell him all the time that he's better than me because we wouldn't have a relationship. Me, I X people off. Mm. I don't care about no type of blood relation. I will X you off and forget about you and you will disappear from my life. Right. Like, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. You don't get a pass from me because we're related. Right. Well... You know, unfortunately, it's not that easy for everybody. I feel like now, like I said, now that I've matured and not even matured, but now that I've realized it is what it is and I have my own family now. Well, it's just that because we're blood related don't mean you love me. Don't mean you got right. my best interest. So. Right. But you, there's a connection, though, that people. Possibly. But if the connection is there, it would have been there for, in my mind. It would have right. been there when I was a child and you were supposed to help raise me. And you right. decided you decided Right, it was not to do that. Right. So I decide as an adult not to have you in my life. Yeah, I mean that's where I'm at now, um, with with him, and like I said, I have my own family now to tend to. And, I mean, I could and, see if somebody had their own issues, like right. serious issues, not no, I just ain't had no money. Right. Like, because that's that's besides the point. But serious issues, or you were in the military, or you know, you had a job that allowed that you know you couldn't be there, but you got a phone. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Nowadays, even worse because you got text, you got Facebook, right? You got something, some form yeah. Of but he goes on to Facebook and be like, "I miss you, your father." Seeing blah, that, blah blah blah. That's that so whole, annoying. To your me. father, like I said, you earn that title, <laughs> just like being a mother. You're not a mother because but yeah, you have but, a child. But wait, so so 
okay, so now he does this thing where because I'm quote unquote famous or a celebrity or whatever or popular, one day, y'all, this wasn't too long ago. This was like last year. He texts me and he has a, a video. A, a, he texts me a video of him and some lady and he was like, um, he was like, hey, hey, sweetie. Like we have a relationship. <laughs> he was like, hey, sweetie, I got a Team Lachey member here. Uh, she's a fan of yours, you know, and she's like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm hanging out with your father. I can't believe I just met your father, Kiara Lachey's father. And I'm just like, Ugh, wait a minute. You better be lucky. I ain't, I wasn't uh, part of that. I don't like, you didn't meet her father. But the lady didn't know. She, You know what I'm saying? She, the whole time she's thinking, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I just met Kiara Lachey's father. Oh my God. And she's telling him how much of a fan she is. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like taking the credit as if he had anything to do with who I am, which he does. He actually does. He has a lot to do with who I am today. Um, And not necessarily in a good way, but I'm a stronger because of it. You know what I mean? I'm tougher because of it. Um, I'm, I'm more, I'm more cautious because of it. And when I say that, I mean, I'm more cautious with my own kids now. You know what I mean? I'm always there for our children. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I don't care how tired I am. For instance, Peja, she loves getting many petties, right? She loves, we used to go do them, but I like to do them on her now. Like I like to do them myself because it's good quality time for us and it's just fun. And we get to do all kinds of designs and stuff on her nails and her toes. So one, um, so one day it was, I was so tired. I had done like so much and just, I was just tired. But I had promised her I was going to do it. This was, shoot, actually, the same thing happened like two days ago, like two days ago. I was I told her I was going to do her nails and her toes. And, and it's not just a polish or whatever. I actually soak her feet in the little foot spa and I massage her feet. I file her little toenails down, her hands, you know, her nails, um, cuticle, everything. I do all of that stuff, polish them, put little diamonds, all types of stuff. So it takes some time. It takes effort for sure. It's not just like a boop, boop polish. Um and sometimes that can be tiring because I also make her snacks when I do her pedicure while she's soaking her feet. I get her all kind of snacks, whatever she wants, you know, that's in the house. <laughs> I cut up apples, grapes, whatever for her. And she loves it. It makes her so happy. It makes her smile. It makes her like feel like, wow, me and mommy are doing something fun. And I can't let her down by saying I'm too tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to me. You were mean to her the last time when she messed her nail up, though. <sighs> okay. Don't worry, daddy fixed it. It was terrible when you fixed it, but you did I fix fixed it. it. No, I was not mean to her. I told her to sit still. She hates sitting for She's her. She's five. She's five. I know. She hates sitting for her uh, nails and toes to dry. She loves to get them done, but she hates sitting for them to dry. She's five. So I told her, I said, okay, you don't have to sit for them to dry. They're, they're pretty much dry, but don't go doing extra. And what did she do? Be five. <laughs> extra, yeah. So she comes back down. Mommy, my nail is messed up. I was like, well, you got to wait till next week. I put all the nail stuff up. You were being mean. No, no. Anyway. Don't worry. Daddy saved the day. Yeah, okay. Anyways. I fixed it, though. But I did her nails, like I said. I did her nails and toes, like I said I would. And I'm going to make sure. And we're fairly new parents. You know, Paige was five. And we got a lot to learn. We got a lot to do. But one thing I'm a that. I'm professional. Well, one thing I would say is that, you know, we we put in a million percent effort, you know what I mean? To be parents. And, um, and I'm proud of that. I'm proud of us as parents. I'm proud of us as, um, examples for them. We show them, we show them how to own up. We show them how to do what they say they're going to do. 
we're showing them true love we're showing them you know honesty we're showing them all kinds of stuff we're showing them like just some really cool things for them to 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 take with them as they grow up you know what i mean i don't ever want them to feel like oh mommy and daddy weren't here for us because we are for sure Without a doubt, they can't never say that. They can never say that. You've never, we've never missed a swim class, a gymnastics class. I mean, y'all, literally, just yesterday, we were like, woo, 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 to Paige. She has gymnastics class. She's climbing the rope. We're like, get it, Paige, get it, Paige, work. We don't care who's in there. We don't care who's not in there. We're going to support our children, you know. Um, <laughs> we the only black people in there, too. We are the only hilarious. black people in there. You know what else? That just reminded me of with my uncle, y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all this one story and then we're gonna get we're gonna work our way out of here. But I was work my thir- way in there. I was <laughs> I was 13 and I did this talent show. This guy, okay, I'm gonna try to make the story short. This guy had said he could play the piano for my talent show. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, so next thing you know, the day of, he's like, I can't show up. I can't make it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why can't you make it? I can't make it. So then he was like, I'll just make you a recording of it and put it on a CD. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, what? We didn't, I, I didn't rehearse with it because he sent he sent the CD super late, like super late. Like we got it like right before the talent show. So I barely did. I didn't really get to hear it. I didn't get to hear it. So <clears throat> they called my name. Kiara to the stage. I'm 13 years old. <laughs> I sing um, Inseparable by Natalie Cole. So the music starts and it's like, ding, ding, ding. it's staticky. It's terrible, y'all. Like, it's like, <laughs> and it's like, ding, 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 I was just like, what? So I'm just standing there like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I wanted to run away. But let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all how dope my uncle is. My uncle Fred ran down the aisle. <laughs> Forgot who he had in his arms. Was it DeAndre? No. Mm-hmm. He had one. He had somebody in his arms, a baby this, in his this arms. This was before my time. This was before your time. And it couldn't have been DeAndre. No, it was somebody. I don't remember who it was now. But anyways, uh, he had a baby in his arms. Maybe Pooh. I guess it could have been. DeAndre. I don't know. Anyway, that doesn't matter. So he had the baby in his arms. He run down the aisle, and he's like, "Sink it, acapella, baby! Sink it, acapella, baby!" <laughs> Y'all, that was all I needed. That was all I needed. I was so pumped <laughs> by him doing that. And that encouragement was everything to me, y'all. And so I, you know, I told them to turn the music off. And I, gra- you know, I grabbed that mic with confidence. And I was like, I started killing it. I can't really sing how I did it right now because I just got over the flu. But I sang that song. And I was so he, emotional. He the same way. He the same way he used still. used to be, be like that at all my games. Yep. He, like, I just love, like I said, shout out to my uncles, man. Shout out to all the men in in our lives that have been a great, great example for us, a great support system. Like we see how important that stuff is. And that's why we, you know, do that for our kids and we'll always do that for them. And we'll always support them, always be there. Um, But yeah, y'all tell me what you think about this. And and if you have any, 
daddy issues or trust issues or have you forgiven uh, your, you know, your father if he hasn't been there. I've forgiven my father and I've definitely, you know, done some self-work to be okay with forgiving him and forgetting and like moving on. Not forgetting what he did, but you know what I'm saying? Like forgetting forgetting it enough to not be affected by it anymore. Like I can honestly say like now I'm okay. I'm in the stage where I'm like, eh, okay, it is what it is. I've already went through all of them, all of them. And so I, I'm at the forgiving, I've done the forgiving stage. And I'm, I'm happy about that because now I can move on with my life. And now I can be the best parent possible. I've been moved on. <laughs> I know you don't like him, but it's not that I don't like him. I just don't care about him. Yeah, and I know you don't respect any man that is not a father to their children. Zero respect. Yeah. So, which is why I have no friends that aren't fathers to their kids. Right. And I never will. Right. No, I totally understand, and I appreciate you, babe. I appreciate you for being such a beautiful example of a man for our children. I do what I do, you know. <laughs> I thank you. No, I I'll do. I'll be your daddy. It's all good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll be your daddy in a little bit. <laughs> all right. With that being said, I gotta go. Anyways, guys, um, thanks for listening. Please leave a review. Five stars, please. No, leave a review and let us know, you know, what you thought about this episode and and like I said, if you're going through any of that right now or if you've been through it or if you understand my pain or whatever. Um, and follow us on Instagram at The Perfect Couple Podcast. That's our Instagram together. And then we also have a separate Instagram. Mine is at Kiara Lachey, K-E-A-I-R-A-L-A-S-H-A-E. What's yours, babe? At KP underscore the CEO. Look at you. And thank you to our sponsor, our online gym, Move. Make sure to check that out. Sign up to a seven-day, free seven-day trial. It's got lots and lots and lots of variety of workouts. From, it's about to get a facelift. Yes. A big it's, one. It's about to get a facelift. I'm so excited. Um, it's it's ifyoucanmove.com. It's got dance, a lot of dance. <laughs> Um, if you can't dance, that's okay. You can come join. It's still fun. You're still burning calories and you're getting confident. Um, we also got kettlebell, cardio, all kinds of stuff, toning, everything. So make sure to check it out. Again, it's ifyoucanmove.com and check out my music everywhere. Just type in my name, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, everywhere. Check it out and support your girl. I got a mixtape coming out. Shut up. You always say that. No, he doesn't. Oh, and subscribe to my YouTube, uh, Superhero Fitness TV, and my music channel, Kiara Lachey. So, yeah, I think that's it, right? Mm hmm. All right. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Last time you said that, it was super loud in the mic. Let's try it again, babe. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>